Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let's get the sound effects going. I mean, I got the top of his head a little bit. Top golf. There he is. McNeil ready to make his debut on the big show here. He, he turned What's up, off y'all? For this. McNeil yeah, was damn. telling us before we fired it, fired it up today that this game with the, the Bengals just got a whole lot bigger. Why, McNeil? What's going on in Seahawk land? Basically, DK Metcalf uh, in his press conference said, oh, Witherspoon's going to take care of business against Jamar, or I expect him to. And it's kind of simple response from Jamar, but he just reposted the video on his like Instagram story. So I'm just expecting Jamar to try to bullet, bulletin board on DK Metcalf and Devin, but... I'm forgetting about Tariq Woolen too. So, Lofa, I mean, what do, what do you think about DK stirring up the beef on Spoon's behalf? Is that what's going I, on? Yeah, I don't, you know, that's not a guy that you want to get started. <laughs> I mean, I got DK in a fight easily, but I'm sure. talking more about the game. Uh-huh. Uh, Especially in their, only, <laughs> in their only two wins, he's gone for over 140 yards each game. Like, yeah, and last week he was just torching everybody. Not that he will to Spoon, but I just wonder how Spoon feels about DK starting it. You oh, Spoon's, I mean? Spoon's confident. Yeah. He's a dog. He'll be uh, fine. Bye, uh, bye, McNeil. Thank you for that tidbit. I guess he's out. <laughs> Turn the camera right back off. <laughs> he's out of here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. In, in and out. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I like juice, you know. I mean, I like anything that 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 – you know, hypes it, hypes it up a little bit more. I'm just not sure how Spoon is going to feel about that. I mean, he's already got a tough enough task. He's a rookie. He's figuring it out. Not, you know, I don't know. Just, all right. That's Whoa. just the confidence Buckle that DK up. has Here we in go. him. He's got confidence mm-hmm. in Spoon, you know? Can you hear me? Uh-oh. We lost his internet for that one. What did you say, Loaf? I say he's got confidence in Spoon. Oh. Absolutely. That's true. That's true. And DK's got to go against him in practice, so he knows what's up, right? Yeah. For he's sure they like battle. better than anybody else, right? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard of a guy on the other side of the ball, though, helping to start beef for another guy on the other side of the ball <laughs> pre-game. It's an interesting tactic here there, uh, Cotton. <laughs> what is I mean, it? Bold strategy, <laughs> Cotton. <laughs> On the Ocho. <laughs> yeah. Pep, that's Pepper Brooks, by the way. <laughs> Played by Jason Bateman. <laughs> Played beautifully by Jason Bateman. Yeah. Shut that's up, Bateman. Force. That's got to be one of the best cameos of all time. Write it down. Oh, yeah. Th- that or Euro Trip? Matt Damon? Oh, yeah. Damon and Euro Trip. <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. I'm most excited for us scoring touchdowns on Sunday because we're finally going to hit the gritty after a touchdown. Hold up, McNeil. Show your face if you're going to talk. Come on, get back on the show. Okay, okay, okay. Right, it's because my, my DoorDash order is about to come in. My dog's about to bark. So. Uh, That's all excuses, good. Excuses, excuses. All right. Come on now. What's going on? What? Yeah. Oh, well, the, the Bengals are known to do the dance move, the gritty. As everyone knows, the gritty's about four years too old, but... 
I'm, I've been waiting. I've been waiting years for that dance move to happen on the Seahawks, and it's finally going to happen if we score a touchdown. They're <laughs> keeping it alive. Yeah, huh? Can you give us a okay. gritty, McNeil? Can you give us one? Show. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm, I'm on uh, IR. Wait. <laughs> From what? Oh, there's the barking. There's there we the, go. <laughs> you got saved by the DoorDash. He's got to go. DoorDash wow. is here. It's lunchtime. It better right, be Wiener well, Schnitzel, hey. McNeil. It better be Wiener Schnitzel. Dude, he's throwing some uh, throwing some kindling and some gas onto this brewing fire here for this weekend. I like it. It's good. Let's go. Dance moves. We got bulletin board material, beef. I don't know, Lofa. As a true Seahawks fan, I'm getting more and more nervous as this game approaches. You know what I mean? Just because of all the yeah. things that surround it. I don't know. We might as well get into it, though. Start breaking it down, and and uh, as always, we'll probably be joined by uh, by a guest uh, jumping into the Zoom during this episode. So lots to do. Should we Should we go? Ready? Start it up, brother. It's the Take 12 Podcast, your favorite podcast about the Seahawks. My favorite podcast about the Seahawks, for sure. Welcome to the show. I'm Brett. He's Lofa. Our show is proudly brought to you by Wiener Schnitzel. Two locations in Western Washington, in Everett, and in Fife. Producer Katie, tell the people about Wiener Schnitzel. Oh, you got to do it. You got to go to Wiener Schnitzel. And previously, we were running a special that if you mentioned the Take 12 podcast, you would get a free soda. No longer the case. Wait, 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 wait. What? No, we, no, we got to give the people update. Oh, Ooh. update. Oh, okay, good. If you mention the tape Toe podcast, uh-huh. now you get a free effing hot dog. Oh, ooh, yeah. Whoa, whole hot dog. A free dog. Free dog. Free dog. Huge. Whatever else you're buying with whatever else for mentioning the Take Twelve podcast. Yeah. Wow. So previously you could buy a dog and get a soda. Now you could buy a soda and get a dog. Amazing. Look at that. It's Wiener Schnitzel, everybody. <laughs> Everett and Fife. If you forgot how delicious Wiener Schnitzel is, go back in and find out again. Remind yourself. You can get the, the hot dogs with the chili sauce, without the chili sauce. It's all good over there. Yeah, but do it with the chili sauce. And of course, we've been telling you about the amazing desserts. For you hockey fans out there, and I know we don't talk about our other shows on our other shows, but it's hockey season up in Seattle once again. The Kraken have dropped the puck on their on season three. And if you mention our hockey show at release the show, you get free ice cream. It's true. So if you listen to both podcasts and you go in and mention both of them, you can get a free dog, free ice cream. And then, of course, all well, the other now, stuff that you're Brett, giving at Wiener Schnitzel. Nobody has to listen to release the show because we yeah. told them about this deal. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that you got to know about maybe it's going to whatever. <laughs> so I could just buy uh, a soda and then get a whole free meal. What? Yeah. Apparently. And dessert. Uh oh, Dom's gonna be <laughs> Dom's upset. Gonna be mad yeah. at her. Dom's gonna be talking. <laughs> you know, it's a good thing producer Katie does the live reads now. He can call her. It's her fault. <laughs> at uh, Take Twelve Pod on all social media, everybody. At Take 
12 pod the 12 is a one two and uh, you'll find us on all social media we're on instagram tiktok wherever else also youtube we're on big tiktok this year. Mm-hmm. We're, we're big on youtube this mm-hmm. year lofa uh so if you guys want to watch video versions of this here podcast you can do that on youtube go to youtube search for the take 12 podcast or go to youtube.com and uh, type it in yourself youtube.com slash at symbol take 12 pod Lofa, we take on the Bengals coming up this weekend. The game is in Cincinnati. It's a 10 a.m. start time. I feel like talking about 10 a.m. start times is so 20 years ago with the Seahawks, so let's just skip right over it. Uh, We got business to handle. It's a big game. The Bengals had a slow start to the season, but as, of course, is always the case, they seem to be hitting their stride right when the Seahawks come to town. Uh, We know about Joe Burrow. We know about Jamar Chase. We know about Mixon. I mean, this is a good team uh, that's been good for a few seasons now, but so are the Seahawks, and and here we go. Yeah, we're going to be tested. They're battle-tested, you know, um, deep in the playoffs last few years. And, uh, yeah, like you said, finding their rhythm <clears throat> right as we approach them. So, but we're coming off a bye, uh-huh. and uh, we're getting healthy. So I'm not too worried, Well, I'm which excited. has me worried. I'm excited to see what our mystery guest has to say about this whenever we're joined, if we're joined, when we're joined by a mystery guest. We're hoping, I don't want to say anything just in case, you know, I don't want to get jinxy. I mean, I know I could, but I don't want to. I don't want to be that, you know, hopefully an active Seahawk will be jumping into this live they're they're at practice right now or something they got to get a lift in then come talk to us so (laughs) we'll see what happens but i mean you know we got to get into it with him because he's on the defensive side of the ball and the defense is the name of the game right now for the seahawks you know that we all saw what happened in week one but they turned it around quickly they've gotten it together and they are going to have to have a big game uh if we're going to stay in this one especially with the firepower that the Bengals have on offense correct yeah, absolutely. But if if we're being honest about what they have on offense, I mean, obviously they got Chase, they got Mixon, all the guys you mentioned. Yeah, they got a guy that I've never heard of out there balling. Who? Well, I gotta look him up. Sorry. <laughs> well, that is extremely that's extremely bad news for the Seahawks. If it's a Trent, guy you've never heard of, Trenton Irwin. Oh no, no, no. Little dude about this tall. No. No, this is terrible news. Yeah, I mean, what has me most concerned is just kind of like the Rams in that first week, just attacking that that second level or, you know, right between the linebackers and the safeties. And this is what he did. Caught a couple on the sideline, but he was just, man, he's quick, gets in and out of his breaks well. And, uh, yeah, they didn't have T. Higgins, and I don't think they have him again. But this was kind of like a safety valve, kind of like a check down with Joe Mixon that was very – productive for them last game so well, that's kind of kind of just as concerning as as uh, jamar chase out there yeah well uh if you want to help out the secondary let's get a pass rush going and we certainly did that going into the bye against the giants but we're not playing the giants this week no and i mean the giants they didn't have you know many starters on o-line as we didn't either you know uh we've been banged up there but um joe burrow is the X factor and he gets rid of the ball in a timely fashion. Daniel Jones kind of held on to the ball a little bit. I felt like, and uh, not to take any with a rush, you know, initially we got there and uh, we we're able to get him down, but I think Joe Burrow senses it a little more and he's just 
he'll just check it down. He'll take what, whatever he can get, three, four yards, and just move on to the next play. So mm-hmm. in that regard, we got to get there and get him down as, you know, first, your first move has to win. You can't, yeah. can't be a, a counter and turn around and, you know, a late five, six second sack. Well, I was seeing on Twitter that uh, Jamal looks like he's back from the concussion protocol and hopefully will be ready to go. He can help, obviously, with rushing the quarterback. And we just got to get after Burrow, I think. That's the name of the game as as far as helping out the secondary. You got to get after him. And and we did. And so hopefully we can can continue that going, especially with the D-line. I mean, the D-line's been playing great, right? Just got to keep it up. Oh, they've been eating. And so just, just keep going. Um, and I think that's the key is make him uncomfortable early. Like, don't, don't let him get comfortable back there. Cause yeah. when he did like last week, what'd he go for? I got the stats right here. Oh my God. Chase had 192. Yeah. <sighs> three touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Burrow had one, what? 317. That's, it's a long day. Nightmare fuel. Producer Katie's got her hand in the air. Yes. If, if Joe, if he wanted to be comfortable, he could have used the very comfortable chairs at Delta airlines. For hmm. any of his travel needs, that is how you travel comfortably. Okay. And uh, and tell in the comfort plus. Oh, if you're lucky, yeah, oh, just, absolutely. Yeah. They flew uh, me to New York in comfort plus. It was amazing. Nice. It's nice. It is nice. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. Go to uh, 12status.com to sign up for Delta 12 status and uh, don't fly anybody else because they're the best. Yeah. You get one mile for every yard the Seahawks throw for this season, no matter who's throwing the ball. It's a team stat, I believe. So you get a mile for each yard. Uh, and then also you get, you get priority boarding and 12% off of the team store on the 12th. Are you laughing at your leap floor or are you laughing at me? Because I'm about to start muting that one. Uh- at you, but then uh, also the leaf blower. Man, he is right in there. <laughs> He's coming right up to the window today. I don't um, even see any leaves right there. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, from one quarterback to the other, though, I feel like, and I've been thinking about our own show here leading up to recording today, and I feel like we haven't been talking about Gino enough. I want to talk about Gino for a second because, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we, we talk about all the time, you and I, Lofa, sometimes even off mic about – how the quarterback will get too much praise or too much of the blame right now. I feel like Gino's flying under the radar. Is that where we want him? And, and, and I don't, let's just talk about Gino for a second. Cause I feel like we haven't been. Well, I think regardless, Gino's very poised about like, he, he cancels the noise out. Unlike my leaf blower. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, and so he, it doesn't matter if he's getting praised or, or he's getting blamed. You know, I've just seen a steady, constant focus of him about yeah. him and a presence of just like, doesn't matter. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. And um, so, you know, the offense hasn't hit its stride yet in terms of the passing game and, and what we saw last year. But, you know, that, that'll that come. And, um, you know, I think, yeah, he's probably flying on the radar. You have two of your tackles out. And, you know, the, the other guys, they've done great, right? But if he doesn't get that ball out in a timely fashion, it's a tough task for those guys. And then you got to give – Credit to the online coach, getting them ready, uh, Dickerson. And then also we've used the tight ends a lot to help chip protect and then get, get downfield. So um, it's been a total team effort, but, but it falls on Gino in terms of getting that ball out on time to help these young guys out. Yeah, I, I'm going to – I'm not going to necessarily predict because that never goes well around here, but I'm looking for Tyler and DK to have a big game here. I feel like maybe DK, we were talking about what he said in the press conference. 
and and getting Witherspoon going or getting Jamar some uh, bulletin board material. But maybe what DK is also doing is getting himself going a little bit and sort of creating a little bit of a who's going to have more of a day between him and Chase. And that that can be huge motivation for people. And I would love to see DK just have one of those games that that guys like him should be able to have where they can sort of just take over. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I mean, it, it's coming. It's coming. Trust me. The time yeah. is coming. Yeah. And hopefully it's this week. And also prediction. I mean, you could always predict against us like you do in the score prediction challenge. And then, and then they'll go off. And then they'll yeah, go I'm, off. I'm going to. Listen, I'm three for three sort yeah. of right now. Without... You're three and oh for us. <laughs> for sure. Um, we, you know, this has just got to be an all around uh, game for us here from from everybody like it always does. But I mean, it's a 10 a.m. game. It's a it's one of those games that when you look back on the season, like, I don't know if we'll be looking back at this one, you know, those like weird 10 a.m. normal sort of yeah. Sunday games. This is just one go in, take care of business, get it done and yeah. and get back to Seattle, isn't it? No, absolutely. And I think, you know, you just talked about is, you know, someone getting enough praise or, or overlooked mm -hmm. uh, DJ Dallas in that return game, you know, ever since we mentioned it, maybe he's listening to us. Shout out to DJ Dallas. If you're listening to us, <laughs> yeah. but um, you know, he's really made some things happen. Um, even catching, catching the ball a little too close to the coverage, but yeah. you know, his, you know, he's, he's making it happen and then getting yards after it. And he's, he's pretty high up there in the rankings in terms of kickoff return and punt return. So um, shout out to him. Cause that, that's not a job you typically see a running back do, especially a bigger, stronger running back. Like I said, he's one of our best blockers, you know, uh, in punt return protection and coverage. So to, to put him back in that role, it's a lot of pressure and he's, he's balled out, man. I think our guest might be joining, be so joining get so to, it get after. to it after. I'm about to make some beats with it. <laughs> <laughs> J. Reed, you got bars? Yeah, I got bars. You know, I don't know if it's going to be censored or not, but I spit. Oh, no. Oh. We're, we're, we're good. You can say whatever you want on here. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, man, we really do appreciate your time. Um, getting active Seahawks on the show has obviously been a dream for so long, and this is just so cool to get a chance to talk with you guys, um, especially you, man. I mean, just – your second go around here with the team. And I think that's where I'd like to start. That's where a lot of our listeners, we kind of asked for some questions for you on Twitter and stuff. And that was kind of the number one thing is just how does it feel for him to be back in the building and kind of a similar thing to with what we're, we're seeing with Bobby this year coming back. And so how's it feel to be back? Um, it's very refreshing, uh, you know, to come back. I've been gone for two years and I always felt like, you know, Seattle was my home. Um, just where I learned to grow as a player and definitely as a man, been around some great, great guys, great coaches, uh, everybody. Mm -hmm. Definitely. What? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I just want, yeah. So of the other, you know, two years, what, what kind of comparisons or contrast can you make from, because, you know, we've always said, I've been in that building as a player and as a coach, there's no other place like this. So what did you see out there compared to uh -huh. here? Um, you know, for me, it's like the atmosphere. And, uh, you know, here you can really let your personality show. And um, that just feel good. I think, you know, as a player, you should be able to let your personality show. Uh, uh, like the other places I've been, you know, I was kind of new. So I, I was kind of reserved in who I am. So, you know, I was still a great guy. There's nothing wrong. But, you know, people here may see a different side of me versus than when I was in Kansas City and Green Bay. Green Bay was pretty cool. It was 
almost similar to here. But, uh, you know, Kansas City, uh, Andy Reid, <laughs> he didn't yep. really play that. So, yeah. <laughs> well, he, yeah, I, I played for Holmgren and Reid coached under Holmgren. Oh, so yeah, I, yeah. I know the atmosphere. I know right. the tone, my man. And they look a little right. more buttoned up, a little more serious. What do you guys mean? Yeah. So, uh, Coach Reed is definitely a little bit more serious, old school, uh, to the point. Um, you know, which is nothing wrong. Nothing's wrong with that. But you know, I think sometimes you got to let loose and have fun. Like everybody gets to have fun here. It's coaches, players, you know, et cetera, et cetera, all down the line. GM, president, you know, everybody just fun. You know, there's nothing wrong with uh, Kansas City either. Just real strict business, like. Yeah, I, well, well, I mean, you, you. Oh, go ahead, Brett. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead, Lofa. If you got something, I, I was gonna move on. Well, I mean, you you played for a coach that was pretty serious, right? In Saban. Yeah, yeah, very. It's, I mean, so you were probably used to it, right? Similar, yeah, that was more similar. You know, I had to be more reserved as a as a person. You know, many times I was on the field, I wanted to let my personality out. You know, I am low. I gotta be fired up and stuff, but you know. Do you feel like that affected your leadership? Because I mean, I've always seen you as a leader, even when you came in as a rookie, like. There was a presence about you and a seriousness. I mean, yeah, you let the fun side out, but did it affect like your leadership the way you went about um, it? You know, it was my first time being on a new team, and uh, I kind of didn't want to go in there stepping on toes, so I kind of just laid back and you know let those guys in because they had like Tyron was still there, uh, you know, Chris was there, mm -hmm. um, a couple of other guys, and so you know I really didn't try to step on no toes, but. You know, it was a couple of times, especially on the sideline, where I wanted to say some things. I just was kind of quiet. Well, there's another guy uh, that played for Coach Reed that played for the Seahawks that a lot of people want to see back in a Seahawks uniform. The rumor mill is flying today about uh, <laughs> about our guy Frank Clark. Exactly. And I mean, Lofa and I love a pass rush. Jay, you got to yeah. love a pass rush too. I mean, how awesome would it be to reunite with Frank? Or I don't know if you could speak on that, but what? Uh, how about just playing next to a guy like Frank and what he brings? Right. Uh, me and Frank go beyond football. Uh, you know, he came in the year before me. I came in right after him. I think we're very similar people, you know, on the field and off the field. And we kept our friendship going beyond that. So we've been friends for, what, seven years. And, uh, you know, we, we I think, what, did a franchise right here between me and him. Um, yes, yeah, so I was going to bring that, that up. And, and, you know, I yeah, I, I, of course, I'm advocating for it. I was in the walkthrough. I ain't paying <laughs> for nobody, but it's obvious. No, we all want that, that player of that caliber and uh, what he can bring. You know, of course, I'm moving for it, but, you know, we got some great group of guys here in the room as well. Yeah. And he can play all up and down that line, too. He's very versatile. What was it about your guys' chemistry that worked out for the, the combination of the record? Yeah, well, I think it's, it's, it goes off the field. It's not on the field. Just, you know, what we built off the field just hangs with each other. You know, our daughters were literally the same age, so they grew up together. And they were friends, and we were friends. So, it, you know, we just had that bond where we were just always kicking it. And I think that's what you need as a defense, as a team, period, one, as a defense, especially on the D-line, because when the fan hits, and let's just say it's crowd noise, you can't really hear none, and you got to go, you got to be able to trust the man beside you. And you got to kind of feel him and know what he's doing to be able to play yeah. off of. So, you know, but – I and just to double back on that, we are building that here. And you see – but the more we play, the more we play with each other, we get more comfortable and more comfortable. 
Absolutely. No, we can see. And we, we see what you guys are building. I mean, it's been awesome, especially the last few weeks. Uh, we had Jordan Brooks on earlier this season. We talked about sort of the mood in the building. We had him on after the Rams game. So we know what the mood in the building was then. How, what's the mood in the building like right now, Jay, headed into this Bengals game? Um, I think we're humble. We're hungry. And, you know, practice speaks for itself. I think everybody in this room personally and self, like selfishly for themselves wants to be great. And they want to be able to provide and make plays and make explosive plays for the defense. But we're all doing it with inside the defense. I think that's the big thing. Um, you know, yeah. nobody's ahead of themselves. Everybody's humble. Everybody, if somebody is getting coached by somebody else, we're all listening. Nobody has any, you know, hiding of themselves or nothing like that. So, you know. We're we're just we're just ready because personally to me I think we're still doubting on you know, and you know we're just ready to play hard each and every game we can and that's all we can do you know everything else ahead on itself. Definitely flying under the radar, I believe. But um, the bye week did it come at a good time or a bad time? Like, because you guys are really on fire right now. Yeah, to be honest, I thought it was a little early, but. You know, the circumstances of what happens when you play football, I think it could have happened at a better time for anybody. You know, we got time to get guys back, you know, coming off a of training camp. You know, it just it's just some of some of the old blows from training camp probably, probably was lingering on. And now you get the rest early to get guys back healthy. Now is just the point of staying healthy during the stretch. Mm hmm. Definitely. Uh, what, Jay, were you there when Lofa was there coaching? I want to know what Lofa was like as a coach in the building. Um, I was here with you, though, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was there for your rookie year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was a rookie, so I was still probably like a deer in headlights. But, um, you know, was, everybody loved low. You know, especially the guy who played here to his standards and made the plays that he did to come in and coach the guys. There's nothing else better than a player who's a coach now because i feel like guys can relate to that more there's nothing against coaches who didn't play or anything but it's a difference when you have somebody who played at a high level such as Lope did to come in and coach guys like that you've had iconic coaches almost all the way through you got lofa Pete carroll saban we touched on but you also went to eastern mississippi community college which is the last <laughs> chance you school isn't yeah, it yeah, and so yeah. but you were there before the show is that right no technically I was, but if you look on YouTube, we had this show, this show called Inside the Pride. And you can see on Inside oh. the Pride, you type in 2013. That's where it really started from. And it, I think it started in 2011, and then it went on. And so they kept the cameras rolling. Then it actually turned into a Netflix show. And, yeah, right. I think I think they showed the right players because <laughs> I don't think y'all were going to see that. It was wild. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, wait, I want to ask you one more one more thing. Um, the the Olympics. The Olympics is thinking about adding flag football. I don't know if you guys saw this, but this is a true story. When it comes to L.A., when the Olympics come to L.A. in 2028, they might have flag football. One question is, Lofa, I mean, can we sign you up? Let's get you on the squad right away. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> also, just, I don't know, do you have any initial thoughts or just any thoughts in general about the Olympics having flag football as part of it? In the future? Oh shoot! You asking me, flag might turn into rugby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, right. No. I think that I think it's cool. You know, the more you can do, because yeah. I think it's already like a league that's like that now. Um, I don't mm -hmm. know how many people are playing flag football around the world. I really don't know, but of course, I think yeah. we'll take that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a growing. 
deal. It's yeah. a growing sport. Oh, before absolutely. we let you out of here, Jay Reed, do you remember this? What is this? Hey, yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, everybody can get one. Yeah, everybody can get one. Jersey. Yeah, I'm a so every best college in the I've, country. So we were playing. We were playing Bama to open the season, and uh, it was when we were, you know, in the tunnel rocking, and they were holding them back like dogs, and then we lost by like fifty. <laughs> oh, you're talking about USC? Oh my god! I was talking to shit about that literally about a couple weeks ago. Jay Reed had a jersey laying on all of our seats, all all the SC guys and some of the coaches. He goes, you get one and you get one. I I was trying to get it signed, man. I still need you to sign my jersey. Well, I'm here. I think uh, Carol's son got one left. He told me to get it. No, he keep that. Sit on that. Yeah, I'm going to rep them everywhere I go. Amazing. Uh, Hey, uh, Jaron, thanks so much for your time, man. We really do appreciate you stopping by the Take 12 podcast. Go get them this weekend. All right. See you. All right, Jerry. Man, what a legend. There he goes. I mean, Lofa. Wow, this podcast just keeps getting better and better. Except for that sound cue. Yeah, except that was too loud. Uh, But, man, just, uh, you know, that was one of those guys, I think we talked about it on the show, you know, when when he left, that I was just, it's like, that can't be happening. So to get him back, man, just feels awesome, doesn't it? It just feels right, doesn't it? It does. You never want to let a guy that you have high regard for and respect out of the building. Like, you know, you want to sign all the guys back that you can. And uh, to lose him, we lost, like I said, a leader, you know. He Mm -hmm. he came in as a rookie and, he, you know, he was a little too humble right there saying, he was like, I was just, you know, wide-eyed and, you know. He, he he came in and he, he's got that dog in him. And Absolutely. that's really brought that nastiness back to, to what we're building over here. Yeah, and kind of just he he fits in that tradition of like the the D tackles that the Seahawks have had, I think, with like Rocky and Meebane. And I mean, he just yeah. kind of is he's almost like in stature similar to some of those guys, I think, for some reason for me. It's just he's he, he's he's perfect fit at that spot for the Seahawks. A lot taller than Meebane. Is he? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just just giving Meebane shit for not oh, joining the show. Man. All right, cool. Um, here, let's uh, let's take a little break here. We've got to play a commercial break, and then we'll be right back on the show. And we're back on the big show, but without Lofa. <laughs> Man, that was such a quick commercial break, but he had to leave. Uh, whatever. The big man's got big things to do, so he's out. We need to do our score prediction and then wrap this puppy up. That's okay. Right. Uh, McNeil, you can sub in for Lofa on this one for the score All prediction. Right. My score prediction is easy. I'm going to get it out of the way. I've been doing it for weeks and weeks in a row, and it's been working, so let's stick with it. The Bengals will beat. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. The Seahawks, 19. The Seahawks will have 18 and a half. So uh, Bengals, 19. Seahawks, 18 and a half. That's my official prediction. Write it down. It's been working so far. Producer Katie. You can either give a prediction or speak on Lofa's behalf unless McNeil wants to jump in and do it. Who wants to do it? Who's got Lofa's prediction? I'll do it. Okay, McNeil. So in Lofa's honor, he's a bit more humble than my predictions. So I think it'll be (laughs) Uh 20 to 19 Seattle. Okay. We're very similar on this one. All right. 
<clears throat> nice. There you go. Uh, if you guys want to predict the score, please jump onto our social media and do that. Uh, we're at take 12 pod anywhere. Find the post that asks you to predict the score from this weekend. We do this on Instagram and on Twitter, and it doesn't really matter where you do it. We will find you and uh, you predict the score. If someone nails the score, we will give you a gift card from our friends at simply Seattle for whatever the pot is up to. And right now, what is it up to, Producer Katie? Did someone win? I don't remember if it's lose? 50 or 75. I don't remember. We're at at least 50, 75, or 100 bucks. One of those. Check our socials. I'm at not sure. Uh, but we add $25 every time somebody doesn't get it. And so it's going to get as big as it gets all season long. And if you want to win, make sure you enter the score prediction challenge. You've got to be following us on social media. There's a couple of rules. The post explains everything. And if you win, we'll get you that gift card. There's another contest though, too. No, there's not because this is an away game. Let me talk about our friends at Epic seats though. Our friends at EpicSeats.com. If you're looking for seats to anything, use EpicSeats.com. Usually we give away two tickets to the Seahawks game, but since they're out of town this weekend, we're holding that. There, that contest happens for every home game. Come on back for those. It's EpicSeats.com, everybody. Nobody beats Epic Seats. Tell them that Take 12 sent you, and you get 12% off of your seats when you spend 100 or you add an extra $12 to each seat that you sell when you mention Take 12 podcast when you're dealing with epicseats.com is that it for us today let's Producer do it Katie? i think that is it everybody thanks for tuning in man are you keeping a list of seahawks legends and active seahawks that we're having on the show it's pretty cool it's a long list i wanted badly to ask him about the game plan <laughs> i wanted to ask him about jamar i just you know McNeil, I couldn't because I just I want us to even stay on under the radar on this thing so that we can just get, <laughs> get the hell out of there. You know what I mean? That was the right decision. Were you a bit starstruck when the camera fired up? Because I was. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of jarring to see someone or be on a, a Zoom call with someone that you watch on TV, you've watched on TV for like eight years, seventeen times a season. I mean, a guy that went the J the junior college route, but through maybe one of the most famous junior colleges in football right now because of the Netflix show, right? Then on to oh, Alabama yeah. to play for Nick Saban and the the Crimson Tide, right? I mean, the most classic <laughs> football team of all time, and then and then everything in the NFL from he's he's a Seahawk with Pete Carroll. Then he goes Kansas City Chiefs with Andy Reid, Hall of Fame coach, and then the Packers. <laughs> Yeah, seeing him in the in the green and yellow was disgusting last year. It was disgusting, but it just in terms of like playing for classic franchises, like man, he's a legend. Yeah, that was awesome. I wish I wish we had some royalty free beats though, where he could just start freeze. I didn't have any. We could have played this theme song. Yeah, it's true. Next time. Next time we gotta have him Next back. Next time. Shout out to Jaron Reed for joining the show, man. Thanks. Thanks for his time. Um, check him out on social medias. Check out us, uh, us out on social medias and email us anytime you want. Seahawkspod at gmail.com. We are out of time. Enjoy the game. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. We'll see you next time. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.